Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show, The Twist. Welcome to The Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. I recently reported on an announcement made by LNET that the European Commission decided to halt all of its funding to Palestinians in response to the unprecedented brutal acts of war and terror against Israel and its civilians. Literally, right after Elnet made that announcement, and I reported it on this show, Joseph Borrell, the European Union's High Representative for Foreign and Security Policy, essentially he is the European Union's Secretary of State, and he is a vice president under Ursula von der Leyen, and he heads what's called the External Action Service, which is essentially their foreign policy arm. And Mr. Burrell threw water on the commission's proposal. So we're gonna take a look first at what Mr. Burrell had to say is essentially shooting the European Union in the foot and is really anti-EU. And the first thing that he asks for is more funding, contrary to what the commission decided, more funding. So let's take a listen. And it's humanitarian situation is dire, so we will have to support more, not less, more. Okay, so you heard for yourself, he's calling for more funding, but I want you to hear next where he reiterates his two-state stand, or stand for two-state solution, and he talks about Europe's relations with the Arab world. So this is another short clip, and after this, I'm going to tell you why this doesn't make sense for European Union policy. All ministers insisted on the idea that this has to be done according with international law, humanitarian law, but we have to think also about uh, what is going on, what's, what will happen after. For that, we have to increase our cooperation with the Arab world, and we have to recalibrate and upgrade the initiative that we took some months ago together with the Arab League, with Egypt, with Jordan, with Saudi Arabia, in order to revive the Arab peace plan and to remind the world that the Palestinian problem still exists, that to make peace between Arab countries and Israel is good and necessary, but also peace has to be done with the Palestinians. Otherwise, this violent, the cycle of violence will restart again. So we have to scale up and recalibrate our, our dynamic that we wanted to create in New York when 60 states attending the meeting declared that they were in favor of the two-state solutions because we don't know other solutions. So we have to work to make it viable, although 30 years after the Cape Davis agreements, it looks further, further away than ever. Concerning the European Union's relations with its Arab neighbors, there was the failed Barcelona Agreement of 1995, but that's been revamped or recycled into the new agenda for the Mediterranean, which Borrell referenced 
when asked about the Abraham Accords, or when asked about the Abraham Accords, he just kind of ignored them in a question. That's really what's on his mind is the European Union's initiative, which it, it's not even really talked about in world affairs, but that's what he referenced when asked about the Abraham Accords is their initiative. But I want to take a look quickly at Israel with the European Union and why Burrell's statements are really anti-EU. Because Israel is an associate of the European Union. Israel meets Europe's Copenhagen criteria. Israel is in over 5,000 of the European Union's Horizon programs. These are major scientific programs. Israel partakes in over 5,000. Plus you have the gas pipeline, uh, which is going to provide 10% of the European Union's gas and other agreements such as with CERN and Israel selling military equipment to France, Germany, and Greece. So there's a real geo-economic relationship that Israel has with the European Union. And it goes more than that because Israel is also lending its researchers to the European Union. Plus, Israel is eighth in the world. There's no comparison to what the European Union gives the Palestinians to Israel because Israel doesn't even need any aid. It doesn't even, it doesn't even qualify for aid. Whereas the Palestinians are very dependent on European Union aid and various programs to help them. So where this shoots the European Union in the foot, I'm going to take you to an interview that I did with Andrew Duff on his fundamental law of the European Union. The reason I'm going to bring this interview up that I did in actually 2016 is because what's being discussed here is a change that's coming in the European Union has just been proposed by France and Germany, but actually it's this idea. It's this idea of what's called concentric circles. It's been floated around for over 30 years, and we're gonna just play a little bit of Mr. Duff, and then I want to explain to you where Israel stands with the European Union and why what Burrell is proposing is anti-EU. So let's take a look at what Mr. Duff has to say. This is an audio interview. It's very unclear in the treaty, yes. in, the, in the fundamental law. I think, okay. I think it has to be tried a lot more than it has been tried all, up to now. But um, will there be two chambers when those yes, nations go forward? Will there be one chamber in the, the council? And, and then you mentioned the associate members yeah. as well. Does it become a three-tier? Does it become three circles where you have the inner core, then you have your union, and then you have the associate yes, members? Yes, I mean, I see that the reinforced cooperation clauses of the Lisbon Treaty as, as all being about multi-speed Europe, so that all, all member states agree on the uh, direction, but they can't all get there, they're not prepared to get there at the same time. The associate uh, uh, affiliation 
of a second-class member state, which is what we're talking about with respect to the UK, if it wishes to go there, is of a qualitatively not the same thing. It's a parking place. And it could either be a short-term parking place or a long-term parking place, depending on the uh, political will and the circumstances of so you saw the different circles and right now the European Union is poised to take on many more members that and fast track these nations to membership and possibly be at the number 35 to 36 members by next year. So there's a lot of talk now of treaty change. There's a proposal that went into the parliament. And what's also being discussed is these tiers of membership. I even heard a proposal by the Spinelli group where they stated that the outer tiers or outer circles that you saw in that illustration or in that interview with Mr. Andrew Duff that those would have no say in EU law and only the inner core would have say in EU law. So where does Israel fit in this? Israel already has an association agreement with the European Union, but more so it meets the European Union's Copenhagen criteria. So this means that Israel could easily be bumped up to a membership where it fits in the European Union's outer tier. It meets that criteria. So where is Burrell shooting Europe in the foot? You're looking at a potential country that is a potential outer tier member by an association agreement and by it meeting Copenhagen criteria and having all of these geoeconomic relationships with the European Union, and you're talking of taking that nation and dividing it in half. And when Burrell talks about the Palestinian Authority, well, there was a lot of problems with the Palestinian Authority. And those who headed it in the past also did not believe in Israel's right to exist. So there's major issues that he's not even addressing as he goes headlong into this two-state policy. But more so, he is shooting the European Union in the foot because the direction that Europe is going and that Europe is going with Israel negates two-state policy, just negates all of it, any benefit of it, out the window, there is no benefit. We're in a different world order. Israel is in a very different place of three decades ago. All of this discussion is literally out of dinosaur aged foreign policy. It doesn't fit. And it's actually counterproductive for the direction that Europe is going. There's going to be some dramatic changes. I've been listening in. I've listened in with the Spinelli Group. The Robert Schumann Center has a manifesto. I listened in on that. And some of the individuals that were there, I actually 
got to listen to in Rome when I was with the Spinelli Group. Some of them are Spinelli Group members. These are key individuals within the European movement. So I'm listening to their various proposals and this is going to happen. New members are coming, many more new members. And the Europe, Europe's institutional structure was never designed for more than 12 members. So once enlargement took place, after the fall of the Berlin Wall, when the major enlargements took place, after that time was a lot of discussion on going forward with an inner core and concentric circles. And that's been recently proposed again, but it's really an old proposal, as you can see from the interview that I did with Mr. Duff. And by the way, the fundamental law was drafted in the European Parliament with Duff spearheading it, and it's meant to be the treaty after Lisbon. But while that's not going to happen, many of the proposals have been talked about, such as transnational lists and other areas. Some of this is going to end up in a new treaty. This is where Israel of today would possibly make it for one of those outer tier associate members. So why would the European Union divide it and change the geoeconomic structure? Not to mention, there's a real threat from the Palestinian Authority, from leaders of the Palestinian Authority as well, voicing their, that they don't recognize Israel. There's gotta be another solution. But the solution is not dividing Israel. That is for sure. And Borel is on this pro-Palestinian path, this pro-Arab path. And Barcelona failed. The agenda for the Mediterranean, you don't even hear about it. And Europe has just launched its corridor with India, where Israel is going to be a key member within the corridor. What is Burrell doing? What is he doing? It doesn't make sense. Not where Israel is at today. And Burrell is coming out sounding like he's anti-EU. Does Ursula von der Leyen realize this? Who she's appointed as vice president? Do the other member states? And by the way, they'll always say that. All 27 nations have said this, all 27 nations. He's representing all 27 nations. He's representing his viewpoint as well as within the 27 nations. And I'm not sure that all 27 nations really, I think they just haven't revamped their policy. That's the issue. A lot of times policy takes a long time to change and they haven't really looked at it. So anyway, I hope you found this informative. I hope you can see where Joseph Burrell seems to be a man with an agenda and how he is coming out with policy that's anti-EU and the EU had better do something about this because this is making them look ridiculous on the world stage. So for more, subscribe to The Twist and be sure to check out my, our Amazon store and stay tuned for more. Tune in next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.